Today in Canadian History for March 16th. I'm Mark Affeld. Happy St. Uros Day! Wait, actually before we get started, let me just see here. Is it St. Uros Day? Am I saying that right? Yes, yeah, St. Urho, yes. We, we kind of try to roll the R and pronounce the H. The Urho. That's the voice of Dorothy Algren, the president of the Canadian Friends of Finland, located in Ottawa. You see, St. Uros Day is a celebration held by people of Finnish descent all across North America. And as I'll let Dorothy explain, the day has some pretty fascinating origins. Well, like any legend, the exact accuracy or verifiability is, is in question. So most legends, you know, they come from somewhere. So the legend is that before the glacier, the last glacial age, Finland, which of course is in the northern climate, had a very, very healthy grape crop every year. And... Um, and it was infested with grasshoppers, which, of course, were devastating the crops. So as legend has it, St. Urho, and Urho, by the way, means brave or hero in the Finnish language. And he decided that this was a devastating situation for Finland's grape crop. And so he took it upon himself to rid Finland of the grasshoppers. And he did so. He had a particular... Um, you know, statement that he said to them, which I'll tell you about it. It says basically, I'll say it in Finnish, Heina Sirka, Heina Sirka, Menatalta Hitten, which basically means grasshopper, grasshopper, you know, go to hell. And he had a huge spear, which he also used to impale the grasshoppers. So he single handedly rid Finland of all of the grasshoppers that were devastating the grape crop and resulted, of course, in a successful grape harvest. Now, from there it gets a little bit fuzzy because it's very difficult to find vineyards in Finland today. And Finland is not really world-renowned for its production of wine or other products from grapes. So things do get a bit fuzzy. But because it's a legend and it's an important part of North American Finnish culture, and this is where things get very interesting. We do take it upon ourselves to celebrate this event on the 16th of March. And we do so by getting together uh, here in Ottawa, the Canadian Friends of Finland, get together just for a casual dinner, which sometimes features Finnish cuisine, but not always. And we dress in the traditional colors, which are royal purple and Nile green. And people use the occasion to, you know, wear grasshopper paraphernalia, such as grasshopper necklaces or lapel pins or any kind of jewelry and hats and so on. So we get together and we just enjoy Finnish folk music and the camaraderie. And usually we have somebody who performs the role of St. Urho for us, just to remind us of their, this very, very significant and heroic event. Now chasing grasshoppers out of Finland... That sounds pretty familiar to, uh, to another celebration's origin. I'm thinking maybe St. Patrick's Day, held only one day later on the calendar year. Yeah, very curious that, isn't it? That it should happen the day before. I'm starting to have the suspicion that maybe it was sort of just made up by North American Finns as a reason to one-up the Irish. Exactly. Oh, it's complete fiction. I mean, let's cut to the chase. It's complete fiction, and it does say a lot about... I think about North American culture being, uh, you know, a mix of many, many different cultural traditions, because we know that factually uh, there was 
undoubtedly know St. Urho. There are lots of Urhos in Finland, but it's not a holiday or even a day that's recognized in Finland, except by those people who've been informed about it because of North Americans going to Finland and talking about St. Urho. So it's really a North American invention. It's commonly accepted that St. Urho's Day was created by a Finnish-American named Richard Matson in Virginia, Minnesota, during the spring of 1956. So yes, it's complete fiction, but it's fun. And I guess that's the whole point of it, a reason for celebration. And, um, and the interesting thing is that there is, in fact, a St. Urho's pub in Helsinki. And I've been there myself and saw it, and of course immediately thought, oh, it's about St. Urho's Day, but it's not. It was the pub, we understand, was named after Urho Kekkonen, the president from 1956. And he was very loved in Finland, and so the pub was really named after him. So the pub now receives all kinds of visitors from North America who get their picture taken in front of the pub and get a postcard and have a, you know, have a beer <laughs> because they mistakenly may think that it has something to do with St. Urho, which of course it does not. Yes, that's right. Dorothy said that St. Urho's Day is not even celebrated in Finland. In fact, if you were to go around Finland and try to start a celebration on March 16th, you're likely going to receive some very concerned looks from passers-by. So do Canadians of Finnish descent tend to have a, a particularly good sense of humor? Yes, well, the Finns are an interesting group of people. And certainly Finns in North America are not a homogeneous group either because there have been several waves of Finns coming over at, you know, at various times. Uh, my own uh, grandparents, for example, came around the First World War. And uh, then there were subsequent you know, uh, trends coming over in the 20s. There was quite a wave of migration in the 50s. But the point you make about the, the personality of the Finns or the they're the poking fun. I would say, yes, they have a very gentle sense of humor, and they do like to poke fun at themselves. And it may be because, you know, they're a very easy target. I mean, in the Nordic countries, every Nordic country seems to poke fun at the other, and uh, the Finns are often, you know, the, uh, the brunt of that. But yes, they do like to, they do enjoy humor at their own expense. And of course, here in North America, they discovered that here are all these Irish, and this, of course, where the legend originated in Minnesota, where there are a lot of Finns, and um, they observed that, you know, the, the Irish were having an awful lot of fun on the 17th of March, celebrating a saint from across the seas that really had no relevance whatsoever in North America, except that it was a tradition that the Irish brought with them. So there was a big parade. And so it seems that a very enterprising man in uh, Minnesota by the name of Richard Matson, decided, you know, to heck with this. Uh, we've got something going in Finland as well. And he basically created this legend of St. Urho, which, by some strange coincidence, takes place now on the day before St. Patrick's Day. So it does say something, I think, about, you know, the immigrant experience to North America, which is that people had their traditions. They want to acknowledge them. And in this case, where the Finns really didn't have an equivalent well, they decided to invent it. Today is a day full of Canadian history. On this day back in 1918, the Northwest Territories were divided into the present districts of Kowatin, Mackenzie, and Franklin. Former NHL toughman Eddie Shore passed away at the age of 82 on this day back in 1985. 
And as always, we aired this episode of Today in Canadian History. Today in Canadian History is produced by CJSW 90.9 FM. The executive producers are Joe Burma and Mark Affeld. Original music is produced by the Fisk, Fletcher, and May Trio. Our series is not meant to be a definitive source on our past. Instead, we hope that it sparks a desire to learn more about our unique history. For more information on the series or to recommend an event or moment, check out our website at cjsw.com slash today in Canadian history. And to end today's episode, let's take a listen as Dorothy reads from a poem written in celebration of St. Uro himself. It's called The Ode to St. Urho, and it's spoken in English the way a Finn, whose second language was English, might speak it. So I'll do my best. is a poi for me. He says out the hopper as pig as birds. Never before have I heard those words. He really told those pugs of green, bravest fin I ever seen. Some celebrate for St. Pat and his snakes, but Ur Hopoika got what it takes. He got tall and strong on Philia Sour and ate Kalamoyaka every hour. That's why that guy could save those beetles what grew as thick as Chuck Pine Needles. So let's give a cheer in our best day on the 16th of March, St. Urho's Day.